You just getting uh, out the shower? No, I just put the, I just put the, the baby down. That means your hair's got to get all fucked up. Well, you know, I put my hair. I've been took a shower a while ago. I just haven't did my hair. Or I got. It. I don't even have a, a hat laying around to put on. You know, so well, you gotta try to do my hair. Try to have some professionalism on the show. Hang on. There we go. There we go. There we go. Bam. Safety team. My grandpa's a cotton gin. Here we go. Bam. Bam. Oh, okay. Yes. Let the fans know, Shane. My grandpa is or was before he retired a manager, the head, the head man at a cotton gin. So, which is really cool when we were kids. Uh, you seen the cotton gin, right? Oh well, I think anybody that fucking goes to currency sees the cotton gin. <laughs> yeah. So right it was kind of cool. Like, huh? I said it's right off the side of the highway. Yeah. So it's cool. When, like. I'm pretty sure it wasn't safe for kids to run around in there, but uh, here me and my brothers are at maybe like 10 or uh, th- 10 or, um, I don't know, 14, I don't know, but uh, we're running around this cotton gin. These machines are going off. Things like they can take a limb off in a second, and we're over playing in the cotton and stuff like that. It's big old loud noises climbing up the machinery. And even at night, uh, I can remember, it was the most fun we ever had because when there wasn't con- se- cotton season, um, the, the, the machines would be down, so it'd be like a, a, a empty, it's like an empty factory, you know. Yeah. So we, so we would play paintball, climb the towers, play hide and seek. It, it, like I said, that was really cool, you know, back then. How come none of y'all went on to work at the gym? Uh, just I don't know. I guess he didn't want us to really follow that trait. I guess you know. Oh. So well, you know, it's a season change. It's a hit or miss. Good season, bad season. Might make some money, might not make some money. You know, it's just the way it is sometimes. So, and um. Last I heard last season they didn't make no much money because they missed their quota to a company, and then another company dropped out on them. So sure. you're obligated to do so much. If you can't produce what they want in that amount of time, you failed, and they're not going to trust you next season. So you got to try another company to try to get their cotton to do it, or to buy your cotton and try to help get them supplied. So you know the way business is. And pick it. Did you ever have to go pick the cotton? We, we went out there, he showed us how it worked. We didn't pick no cotton. There's the cotton pickers that do that. Not <laughs> cotton picker the people, cotton picker the machine. And you yeah. ever seen a cotton picking machine, guys? It's this big-ass green machine that picks the cottons for us. <laughs> so, no, so, we, never, we never picked cotton. My mom told me there was, this, there was this family in town. I can't remember his name. They lived on the north side. Uh, it was a white kid, but he lived with black folks. I cannot remember his name, but, um, and my mom said, yeah, they're poor. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, they're so poor. He has to go pick cottons and his hands bleed. And I was like, what? I couldn't imagine that some teenager was having to go pick cotton just to pay the bills. Some- I, I can't imagine either. Now, a uh, true story. My wife told me her, her grandmother picked cotton. Oh, okay. Yeah. They picked cotton. So. I mean, it's back-breaking work, right? You're sitting there bending over the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to fill up like these fucking huge ass sacks full of cotton. And you got to break this. You got to break the, the the husk off and get this little bit of piece of cotton and throw it in there, which weighs nothing. And you got <laughs> and it's just all day to uh, sun up to sun down kind of thing. It's just when you can see it to when you can't see the cotton no more. So yeah, there's nothing about agriculture that seems appealing to me. No, nothing at all. Other than the food, I get the the, the animals. Yeah, so like uh, you know, I, I didn't like it when I was a kid. Now that I'm older, I I can remember like, man, we had so much damn fun that congen. It sucks that my grandpa retired and we can't go wandering around in there or play over there like we used to. You know, so well, I mean, you are over thirty, so well, it still was fun to do. My brother still like doing it. What's I got to do being over thirty, having fun still? We still have fun, Shay. Go play paintball. And... It's fucking cotton gin. You gonna go in there and play? Yeah. Look around. <laughs> it's fun. We left walking around through there. Yeah. I don't, know anyone, I don't know if anyone ever died in there. I have to look. I have to tell Grandpa about that. I never asked him that. If anyone, if anyone ever died in there. Well, I'm surprised y'all made it after you're jumping on them big old cotton bills. Nobody mm-hmm. fell in. Mm-hmm. I mean, what happens if you fall in one of those damn things? Nobody can get you out. Um, it's not like quicksand. It's not gonna. You know, you're not gonna sink right in. It's it's comp- it's all compressed. So you like, it's like you. There was back in the day where 
people would stand on top of the cotton uh, the cotton bales and they had that big old hose and suck it up you know going in the machines so oh, okay so you can walk on them and which we would do we would jump on them and shit like that because they would have like rows of 20 or 30 out there and we would just play hide and seek through them jump on them and all that good stuff. On them. yeah yeah, yeah so, <laughs> yellow know. cotton yeah i guess they'll, they'll clean it later yeah, you know, they're going to clean it anyway, clean it, uh, clean it, separate the seeds out of it and all the little debris out of it, you know. you know. Did you know there's only one company left in the United States that makes clothes, like, from scratch? Really? Like, mass, mass makes clothes, like, on mass, like, you know, like, so they, they, they grow it, they grow the cotton, they buy, well, they don't grow it, they buy the cotton that's grown in the U.S., they process the cotton in their own plant. And then they have like one of the only working looms in the whole fucking country that can process and make clothes. So l- let me guess though, their their clothes are outrageously expensive because it's all handmade. First, they weren't until Trump got into office. Really? Uh, I mean, so you you have to pay your employees more, so you will spend a little bit more than a normal pair of jeans. But when Trump uh, put those Chinese tariffs on. Uh, they were able to compete because now the, the foreign jeans are, they've went up in price. So these guys could stay where they're at. And, uh, but yeah, you're looking at about, uh, I think to, for me to get a pair of jeans was like 125 bucks. Man. And but, that, but you could, people pay for I, jeans though. I mean, I, you know, I've never that? that much on jeans, but I know people that have. Or is that a conversation starter for you? It's like so. Like, do you have to brag about those jeans if you're wearing them? Oh, nice jeans, Shane. Oh, thank you. They're um, handmade from the company. Uh, they actually cotton. They actually uh, process cotton themselves. Like, you go into this whole detailed conversation, and they're going, "Man, I, I really don't care. I, I just, you know, you had to explain a whole detail." Not, you started it. You said something. You said they're nice. So now I got to tell you. Well, I did. Well, I needed the whole story. Like, wow, well, you got. You go to detail, huh? Yeah, good old factory worker two uh, two seventeen processed these jeans himself. You know. <laughs> you need to know when you say, "Oh, those are nice jeans." I need to tell you they're made in America, not by some child labor in Malaysia or Thailand or India or any of those other places. It's made by somebody here in America getting paid at least minimum wage, uh, probably on food stamps, uh, probably drives a shitty car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm sure they make good money. I mean. But still, <laughs> you gonna talk about them? Uh, I haven't bought a pair. I haven't got a pair of the jeans yet. Uh, I probably will though. I'll probably get one. Just so you bought American made. Yeah, so I say I got a pair of straight up American built jeans. Uh, Chase bugging me. What's behind? What's that gray piece of junk behind you? What is that? What's that gray what pile of stuff there? What are we looking at? What is that? Right there. Other way. Other way around. Turn, turn all the way around. That book there. Uh, those are empty Walmart bags. Oh, okay, just okay. I, I'm thinking, is that a sculpture you're making, or what is no, that? Those empty are Walmart empty Walmart bags. Why you get empty Walmart bags in your in your room? Uh, I use them to when I'm cleaning up after the uh, animal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if I'm cleaning a cat box, just put them in a Walmart bag. Take okay. Walmart. I, I was expecting more of a sarcastic answer. Oh, John, those are Walmart bags. Oh, why are they there? Because it's my fucking house, and I want them right there. <laughs> I something like- said something like, well, John, when you buy groceries, they usually put them in bags. <laughs> so I was making more sarcasm, but I was surprised that, you know, you look no, at we keep- like that time. And, and they make little nice little, uh, like, trash can bags for your bathroom and stuff like that. It's a cheap way to get a trash can bag in there. Okay. So I don't know why anybody would throw anything in the fucking trash, the bathroom trash can. Like, you know, I guess, Sarah, I guess if it's like... Uh, Stuff that you can't flush, like feminine products. But other than that, the fuck are you? Fl- what are you? What are you putting in that damn trash can? Uh, you chewing gum? Your shit paper? You better not be putting your shit paper in there. Like when yeah. people wipe their ass and put their shit paper in a little can, mm-hmm. just flush it. It's biodegradable. You don't need to put it in the can. I heard that. The, did you? Do you use those um, liquid wipes? The little baby wipes for adults. We have them, but I, I mean, I, I only use them every now and then. I heard that you know. I heard they say they're biodegradable. But I was watching the news. They said they're actually not that biodegradable. They actually get clogged up in there and stuff like that. I, I would only use like one, and it's just like to, just to do a finishing touch on everything. Be like, yeah, but, I, I got it all. But that's if like you had a major meltdown, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the last time I used one, it was pretty bad. 
Like, and I was like, all right. You want you want to double check? Yeah, we're gonna have to moisten this up a little bit. So it's not really working with me. Um, I I got the Batman Who Laughs three and four. I gotta read those. I'm behind. I, I'm right now. I'm reading Infinite Crisis because I want to be prepared for when the show comes out. I I I got done watching. I finally done watching season one of Teen Titans. I mean, I keep wanting oh. to say Teen Titans. I mean, Titans. Yeah. Finally done with season one. Um, yeah, I listened to your podcast. Uh, did you? Um, so you you did get to see the first episode where they introduce uh, Deathstroke, where they see Slade. Yeah, but like I was saying, like, why is it like the whole first season is all building yeah. up? Right. To, um, huh? Yeah, I, I know where you're going. And <laughs> and you 15 minutes into season season uh, season two episode one, I'm gonna walk out here, bam, done. All right, that's it. <laughs> It's basically like they, I guess maybe they had some new writers and be like, look, look, we're, we're not doing this shit. We're not doing the demon shit. We're just going to go to the Deathstroke. Everybody yeah. likes Deathstroke. So let's just go to him. Everybody good? Introduction's good? Everyone's good? All right, shut it down. Get her in here, shut it down, done. I'm like, I was like, that's it, huh? That's, I'm like, that's it. You really needed that episode to be more at the beginning of the season so Raven gets her powers mm-hmm. so we understand what the fuck's going on instead of dragging it out. I did like that family though, the family that had the uh, nuclear family. Yeah, the nuclear family. I did like them. I thought they were. I cool. did like. That. I thought they were gonna, you know, bring that dad in. I'm like, okay, that's that's gonna be their shtick. That one dies, no one comes in. They just, yeah. you know, new. I, I thought it'd be cool, but I guess they spilled on family. I'm like, oh, kind of sucks. I would, I would done more like that. Dad died, get a new dad. Son died, new son. Mom died, new mom. You know, just keep it more fresh like that. Like they, like they always will keep coming. That's, right. what, that's what I wanted to do, but, you know. Man, I hated, I hated Starfire's look the first season. That I, stupid curly hair, that big puffy jacket that made no damn sense. You, and you, I, was glad, I guess it's I was, like um, Arrow. Like you told me, you just got to work through it. You got to work through it. Arrow, <laughs> Arrow only works when they have the good villains. Malcolm Merlin, Slade Wilson, uh, Raj Al Ghul, and... That's their best three. After the other villains they've had, they're okay at best. But those are the ones that were good. I, I like season two. I just got to. Spoilers for everybody. Well, if you haven't watched it around, I'm sorry. But uh, where am I at? They just... Dr. Light, same thing. All right, Dr. Light, okay, they're, they're, they're some yeah. of my friends, I guess. Dr. Light, like, well, fuck you, you got the light. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, huh? Well, I, I thought it was more dramatic, you know, but... I was surprised by how different they went with Dr. Light's costume than how, I guess in the comic books, it's kind of hard to do because that one looks kind of silly. It's just black and white and silk yeah. looking and, yeah. you know. I, I, I thought it was like, once you, I, you know what? I would prefer him without the armor on, just with the tattoos and just do like that. You know, I would just prefer that, not the whole mm. arc reactor looking thing, you know. Just just do just do shirt and the jeans, you know. Oh, that's right. I like Connor. Connor. They, I think Shane, they nailed it with Connor. Connor yeah. came out. He's funny. He saved the old woman. And then the, 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 he's a good actor because he goes. I thought you'd like. I you'd like him. You got money? Can I have it? Hey, that <laughs> shit was funny as hell to me. That shit was yeah. funny. And he's walking around like, yeah, buddy, I just stole this old woman, you know. Yeah. But he doesn't know no different. He has a concept of what ten year old. He's only a couple of days old at that point. Yeah. So, so. For all the listeners out there, we're talking about Superboy. He shows up in the show. Uh, Wonder Girl, okay. I think she's good. The costume's great. All the oh, costumes, I'll, admit, I'll admit it. All the costumes look great, Shane. All the costumes look great. All of them look great. Did you see Aqualad yet? Have you seen his? Yeah. Yeah, his look good. Uh, the, the bullet that Slade killed him, like, I, I, I thought, you know, you know, I thought, like, Aquaman. That'd be like a uranium-tipped round or some kind of special bullet that could break their skin. That's all I could, that's all I could think of, like, how do you die from a bullet? Like, but he uh, wasn't the target. That old. I thought the old lady was that target. Was the I target? Think that, no, I think Wonder Girl was the target. Wonder Girl was the target. She was the target. And I mean, he's happy to jump from the bullet. You know. Yeah. Oh well. well that's what he gets. But, I, I, but Superboy's costume, shirt. nothing fancy. Jean. I mean, cargo pants, boots, and a t-shirt. Boom. Done. That's it. Yeah. You can you can go home to that one. I, I guess you get kind of jealous. they like, well. I am a clone of Superman, so I guess all I get is a t-shirt. Everyone gets, you know, well, badass costumes. I my only thing on that is why didn't Bruce be like, uh, hey, Clark, uh, there's this guy here. You probably want to come say hi to him. You probably need to come talk to this guy. 
Well, it was Superman. He wants to keep that. It was, you know, it's Bruce Wayne or Batman. He wants to keep it under wraps. Well, I'll let Superman know what Superman needs to know, you know, shit like that. But Glenn, uh, Leon Glenn, that's his name, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, he was the guy. He was the uh, old man from Game of Thrones. He was the guy Lynn, that. Lynn Glenn. Yeah, Lynn Glenn. So I'm like, okay, I, I can't believe it. I just. How did he I, die on Game of Thrones? Did he die? Did he die? I think he lived. I think he lived. Did he make it? No. The, the war happened. He sacrificed himself. Was he the one that was fighting the Iron King or whatever? I, I don't remember. The Ice King? Did he get killed doing that? No. Did he? He was he up there. And, you had to go back and check. I ain't, uh, I ain't going offhand. But we're talking about his name in, the, in, in Game of Thrones is Gerard Mormont. He was the one that was with Daenerys from the whole the whole time. He had to have died because he wouldn't let Daenerys burn that city up. So he had to have died. Uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't see him as yeah as Batman. If he was older, shit like that. Okay, but like I can't I can't. I well, can't he, put that. I think the guy's like sixty. I think he's old. It, it didn't make a lot of sense to have that old of a Batman. Now there's a scene in there where he. Uh, he shows off his martial arts move, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, at least he can. At least he can fight, you know." So you can't judge a book by its cover, I guess. But no, oh, I like it. Now the whole, like I said, I like the whole, the whole Dick Grayson um, going to darkness, yeah, uh, dream. I thought that was pretty cool. That yeah. seemed like something Dick Grayson would do. Yeah, when he know? actually Batman's like in the suit, showing up, kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and just taking everyone out. Just said, you know what? Let me just finish this. You know. Just take care of this whole thing. Wrap it up yeah. right now, and he just murders everybody. Yeah, everybody. Cool. That was cool. Um, so, what was your what was your deal with Jason Todd? What was what, what, what was I, the, the kid is a good actor, but and I'm not you know I'm not shaming him or nothing like that. I don't want to get mad. He just I but are they putting red lipstick on his lips? I'd he have to look at it again to see. He has some bright red lips. I like man. This kid's lips are just poking out from this mask. I think it's the mask, the, the black mask, and the his lips is kind of, he has big red lips. Like, are y'all putting lipstick on him or shake? Is that the only thing? Like, man, just, I look, I see him like, man, his lips just just shoot out at me. Now, you had said in your podcast that okay, so for all the listeners out there, we're talking about Titans, which is basically the concept behind Titans is if all the sidekicks form their own team. So you got Superboy, you got Robin, you got Wonder Girl, you got Aqualad, you got um, you know, Raven, and um, you know uh, who's the the green guy, Animal Boy, or what, what's his name, Beast Boy. Uh, Beast Boy. And they all come together, and like uh, Deathstroke's daughter, they all form a team, and uh, they're called the Titans. Well, anyways, uh, Jace. So there's, I guess I got to get into the history of Robin before we get into it because. A lot of people, when they think of Robin, they think, okay, Batman and Robin. Well, so you had Dick Grayson. He was the first Robin. So basically, you have Batman. His parents get murdered. Everybody knows his story. He decides to fight crime. First night out, he gets his ass kicked. He lives. He wins, but he gets his ass kicked. So he's like, huh, I need to do something that scares these motherfuckers so I don't constantly get my ass kicked. I know. I'll dress up like a giant fucking bat and scare the shit out of him. And then uh, that was going for a while. And then he was like, I guess he was starting to get closer and closer to the dark side. And then he happened to be, he was Bruce Wayne. He was at some kind of event at a circus. And lo and behold, Dick Grayson's family gets murdered. They owed the, the circus, owed the mob money. They wouldn't pay. And uh, so the mob took out his family. They cut the ropes on the trapeze. Mm -hmm. And as his dad was, his mom was swinging across. His dad was supposed to catch her. And his rope snaps. So dad and brother go down. And then mom, who's in the air, she goes down. And the only person left is Dick Grayson. Parents fall down to the ground, dead as shit. And then Dick Grayson's up behind. Bruce Wayne's in the audience. Bruce Wayne's somebody that's seen his parents get murdered. He saw this kid move. He knows he's got abilities. So he sees some potential, and he's like, I'm going to take him in and try to foster some of this to give him something to, to deal with. Well, of course, they had a fucking falling out. Like, this shit, just, it's not a good... When you're training somebody to fight a war, you know, they're going to get pissed at you eventually. Well, and, okay, 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 wait, wait. Was Robin not ready? 
okay, was Dick Grayson not ready for the level that Batman's mentality was at? Is why he left, right? Well, I just don't think he's that type of person. He's more he's more happy go lucky. He's not as serious. He doesn't. He's not like so Bruce. Like he lost his family. I think he was like ten. Robin was more like thirteen or fourteen. He was kind of a young teenager. So he had a little bit more understanding of the world. And uh, he's, I think he was tighter to his to his family than Bruce was. Bruce, you know, they were rich and they were busy a lot. His dad was a damn heart surgeon. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they're fucking constantly busy. And uh, I just think, you know, Dick being on the road with his family all the time, being homeschooled, I think he just had a closer connection to them. And he had close – and he was a performer. He's an entertainer, so he wants to make people happy. I just think he's, he's just different than, than Batman is. Keep telling them about the Robins real quick. Let me see what's going on real fast. Okay. Tell them about all the Robins. All the yeah, Robins. I'm going to go through all of it. Uh, okay, so then the next Robin, uh, who John on his podcast said was the best Robin, but we'll we'll get into that when he gets back, uh, was Jason Todd. Now, how did we get to Jason Todd? Basically, it was originally it was the same story as Dick Grayson. He was another circus performer, and that eventually got canned because that's a terrible idea that you can't have two circus performers. So they changed it to where he was a streetwise kid, and uh, his, you know his, his family, uh, his, his mom was like into crime. She was in gang banging. His dad was a piece of shit that was raising him and having him go in and steal shit. And uh, one day he was out stealing hubcaps, and he comes across the Batmobile. So he jacks the hubcaps off the Batmobile. And so Batman, who's like just gets finished like kicking ass, goes up to his car and he sees this kid who's got the Batmobile jacked up, and he's you know, taking the wheels off, and he's like, what the fuck? And uh, well, he stops him, and he's like, you you got some brass on you, kid, you know, if you're doing that. So he takes Jason Todd in, but Jason Todd's a troubled teen. He's got problems. Uh, his mom is God knows where, and his dad, like I said, is a piece of garbage. And, you know, so uh, I think his dad ends up getting killed, like, in a drug deal or something like that, or gangbanging. Who's dad? Uh, Jason Todd's. Jason, okay, remember Jason Todd. If no one read the origin of Jason Todd, you gotta remember Jason Todd's dad was, like I said, was a complete asshole. And yes. Jason, Jason Todd's dad actually tried to pay off a debt with his own son. Yeah, I, I was telling him he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but Jason Todd, like, since he's got problems in the comic books, he was kind of a fucking dick. Like, Batman would be like, hey, uh, stay behind. And he'd go kick some ass, and then Jason Todd would show up. And almost get shot, and Batman would have to save him. He's like, hey, I thought I told you to stay your ass behind. He's like, you're training me for this. I need to get out of here. I need to learn. I need to get in this. I need to know what to do. Like, he was gung-ho. He's, like, ready to go. And Batman's like, no, you're not ready yet. You know, you just need to chill and hold back. And he, a lot of this was coming from the fact that, uh, you know, Dick Grayson was telling Batman, you know, look, man, you fucking, you basically child abused me by training me for this war of yours. You need to chill out. And so now he's got this other kid here and he sees like he's got this rage and he's just going too far and he's trying to rein it in. And uh, anyways, it wasn't initially Jason Todd was not very popular with the fans. They didn't like the idea like, you know, we like Dick, you know, we like the old school. Why, why you got why you got to give us this new guy? And uh, so DC decided to have what was called a poll, um, a phone poll. So you basically... You would call in, you type in this one number, Robin lives, you type in another number, and Robin dies. And I think uh, it was he got chosen to die by like 300 votes or something like that. So not very many people vote. I mean, it's back in the 80s. You just didn't have a lot of participation. So anyways, uh, Jason Todd ends up getting killed by the Joker. He was looking for his mom. The Joker had her uh, because she was doing some terrorist shit. And uh, anyways, Joker ends up killing, her, uh, killing him. And I think her in the process, Batman was trying to save him. He couldn't get there in time. And uh, so after that, Batman's like, fuck it. You know, I can't I can't have kids dying like this. And he was going to kill the Joker in retaliation. But Superman showed up and stopped him. So he ended up not killing the Joker. Uh, instead, just locked him up. And then uh, a while goes by, I'd say about a good almost a decade. And there is this uh, kid. His name is Tim Drake. Uh, he's a really smart kid, and he just deduced from reading newspaper reports, watching TV, uh, seeing uh, interviews, seeing photographs. He just figured out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. So he goes to Bruce Wayne's house and sneaks in, and lo and behold, he cracks the secret. And I think he showed up in the cave somehow, and then Alfred's like, oh, my, you know. And uh, 
Anyway, so that became the next Robin, Tim Drake. He was more of a uh, tech guy. He was more into like computer hacking and technology and stuff like that. Um, now, Dick Grayson, he had became Nightwing by this point. So he's his own superhero doing his own thing, basically leading the Teen Titans as Nightwing. Uh, so Tim Drake is Robin for the, like the next fucking uh, like the next damn twenty five years or so fifteen years. I know it might have been about twenty years. Tim Drake's Robin, and then um, they had the storyline. It's one of their best storylines they've done. It's called Identity Crisis, and in that storyline, uh, Tim Drake's father is murdered by Captain Boomerang of all people, one of the lamest fucking villains ever. He kills Tim Drake's dad. And, uh, of course, his mom was already dead. So now he's an orphan. And so him and Batman have a little bit of a falling out about things. And so Batman needs another Robin to fill in. So he gets this chick. I think her name was Stephanie. Uh, I can't remember her last name. Might have been Rose or something. Anyway, she was also known as the superhero spoiler. So she was like a little runaway teen uh, beating up small-level criminals. He recruits her. She only lasted like a year. And I think she ends up getting killed. And then, uh, lo and behold, Talia Al Ghul shows up, and come to find out, like, 13 years ago, her and Batman hooked up, and she got knocked up with his son, and now he's out of control, and she doesn't know what to do with him, and she's scared that her father, Raj Al Ghul, is going to turn uh, Damian Wayne into a psychopath assassin. So she drops him off at Bruce's house and says, hey, uh, by the way, this is your son. Of course, Bruce, being the uh, jaded person that he is, runs DNA testing and all this shit. And then uh, Damian Wayne takes up the mantle as Robin, and Batman trains him. Now, while, before all that happened, uh, there was a storyline where Tommy Elliot, one of Batman's old childhood friends, mm -hmm. uh, decides, I guess he figures out that Bruce Wayne's Batman too. And so he wants to, like, I don't know, prove a point or some shit. So he makes Batman think that Jason Todd is back from the dead. And, uh, of course, he wasn't. And it just kind of was fucking around with Batman's head. Well, the writers of, that, the writers of DC were like, you know what, uh, Jason Todd, uh, people kind of like that. That was a good storyline. What if he did come back? So they made it where uh, Jason Todd, like moments after he was killed by the Joker and he's in his casket or whatever, the League of Shadows swoops in, takes him out the casket, Throws him into a Lazarus pit, resurrects him. Next 10 years, he's trained to be a League of Shadows assassin. He finally figures it out and uh, ends up deciding to come back to Gotham and he wants to make Batman pay because the Joker's still alive. And he's like, why the fuck did you let this guy live after he killed me? And uh, anyways, he becomes the Red Hood at that point. And then Batman's like, you know, look, I, I, I can't kill people. It's my thing. It's just my rule. I can't do it. I still love you. But I just can't kill people. And then, uh, anyways, so Jason Todd becomes the Red Hood after that, and he's basically, uh, it's basically Punisher with martial arts. It's, it's basically what it is, in a, in a red helmet. Um, so he's the Red Hood now. I think that's all of them. I think we went through them all. Um, so that's the history of Robin. It, it's hard. Okay, how do you, I, I, it's hard for me to ask this question. Um, okay, it's simple enough. Uh, did Batman train the Robins, or did he not train the Robins specifically not to beat him in battle? Oh, if he, so knew, like, one, if he knew, like, one day, you know what, just in case uh, Dick Grayson just flip on me, I better not teach him this or that. Or just in case Jason, Jason flips on you know, did, did Batman train them to their, to their best, but not his best? Or did he train them just enough so they, they flip on him, he can still take them? I don't think I don't think their training was ever completed. I don't think his training is necessarily ever completed. I think it's ongoing. So I think he's so far ahead of them. There's just things they don't know yet. Um, and it doesn't have to be necessarily martial arts. It can be just leadership styles, too. Like, I would say you could argue Dick Grayson's a better team leader than Batman is. Like, Dick Grayson's led the Titans for decades. Um, he led the Outsiders. Um, it, it just he just fits the role better. He's hooked up with like every fucking chick in the DC universe, so he's charismatic. <laughs> um, he's nailed them all just about. Uh, you know, Batman. The couple times they put him in charge of the Justice League, people get pissed. They just don't like taking orders from the guy. Well, because he just wants results. 
No, yeah. do it like this and this. Let's go. Yep. You know, there's no plan B. Right. Do it like I said. It'll get done. Right. What about this happen? It ain't going to happen. I already planned it out. Go <laughs> in. Do it like this. It's yeah. going to happen this way. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's Superman's kind of, Superman has to deal with that too because he's like, uh, you know, it's a job for Superman. I could probably just handle this in a few seconds. But he doesn't want to like stamp on their toes, you know? It's like, all right, I guess I'll just let them have it. I'll let them which, take care of it. Which is weird because everyone talks about that. Like, well, if Batman wasn't, I mean, Superman was in Gotham City, just like probably in a week, he could probably clean the crime of it in Gotham yeah, City. Right. You know, just yeah, that's what that was. Uh, yeah. You know? No man's land when when uh, when they when they blew up all the bridges and like uh, they the army came in and they walled off Gotham City and nobody in or out and then uh, the first thing is Superman shows up and he's like hey uh, looks like things are bad here I could probably take care of this for you in a day and Batman was like no Gotham has to learn the hard way it has to suffer before it gets better they can't have just some flying guy save them all the time and Superman's like. All right, bro. I'm not even fucking with you. I'm gone. Like that's how you want to be. Fuck. Okay. So go, going back though. So you're telling me if that happened, Dick is pissed off at Batman. Batman doesn't give a shit. Dick couldn't take on Batman. He couldn't put him down. If you could say like, all right, the Bruce is always gonna be at his at his peak, whatever age he is, he's gonna be at his peak level. Dick is the younger, what, 15, 20 years younger? Yeah. And, you know, they're both pissed. One of them's got to go down. You tell me Dick can't put Batman down. Uh, I think he'd have to get the, I think it'd have to come down to where he gets the drop on him and, like, Dick does not quit. Like, he doesn't stop. And Batman's just like, look, you know, I I don't think Batman could kill Dick Grayson if he had to. I don't think he, I don't think he would. I, I think that. I think that bit of conscience on both of them would stop both. Like, okay, you got to put him down. I can't put him down. Okay, yeah. well, you got to stop him. Right, right. So you got to break every. You got to break both his legs, both his right. arms. You got to put him down. You know, right. you got to stop his movement. <laughs> so, Dick's so, not, well, anyways, so, so what? So you tell me, Dick can or or he can't. No, I mean, it, I mean, like, no dropping off, no surprise. I mean, he walked in like Batman. I gotta stop you. Well, you're not gonna stop me. Well, we're not leaving this spot right now. Says, well, was I walking out? <laughs> yeah, I, I I know how conflict that is for you because you're a big Batman fan, yeah. big Dick Grayson fan, uh. and you think of age, post to strength. Opposed to who's been doing it longer. Opposed to, um, I don't know. He knows how, they both know how they're going to work. I think if you put, like, you just put them in an octagon. And they don't have their costumes. They don't have their gadgets. It's just two men. And they're like, like Alfred's like, you know, fight. I think Batman will pull it out. I think, you think he'll pull so? It out. You still I think, think he'll pull it will. out? I think he'll, yeah, I think it's just because I think he could take more damage. And he can hit harder, you know. Dick's gonna have to go for pressure points. He's gonna have the only the only way Dick wins is just tiring him out. Like he has to jump around and like do cartwheels and shit. They just can't let him get close to him because Bruce can take the hits. And yeah, I think uh, I think uh, yeah, I think Batman would pull out the. Uh, are you are you saying it's like that thing with, with, with the giant? We said like no with the mountain, like no. He just needs to touch you one time. <laughs> I think it's more like like what I've always said about my kid. Like he's not beating my ass. Like it's not going to happen. I think it's the same way with Batman. It's like, you're not you know, you're not going to beat me. It's like I'm proud of you, Dick, but uh, this shit is going to get dirty if we have to go that level. I know we've had had conflict before, but I still think Jason Todd is a very well trained fighter. He was trained by League of Shadows, trained yep. by Batman. I. Like I said, uh, I know it's right there in black and white, colored paper, whatever, that Damien took on Red Hood. And I, man, I remember I was outraged when I saw that. It, like, I'm, I'm a comic book. I was to... outraged. Like, bullshit, bullshit. Damien yeah. is not kicking Jason Todd's ass. No, bull crap. I remember you were on my ass like, well, it happens right there. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was pissed that whole week about I'll, that comment. I'll admit I didn't like Damien Wayne when he first showed up. I didn't start liking him until uh, probably like the second animated movie he was in. 
they just the character just got on my nerves, man. It's like you need is to listen. Um, is it the um, just the way he carries himself? Yeah, he wouldn't listen to Batman. He thought he knew everything. It's like, come on, man, you're 13. You know what do you you don't know nothing. He's raised by the League of Shadows. His grandpa's Raja Ghoul. That, that'd you be know? like Nico was telling me how to do my job. Like if Nico showed up to my job and was like, "You're doing it wrong. It's not what you're supposed to do." I'd be like, "You don't know." No, that's like no. That's that's if you. That's like if your boss's kid. Yeah. Showed up and yeah. started telling you what to do. Right, <laughs> and it's like, bro, like you haven't even been with a woman yet. You don't know. There's a lot of things you just don't know about the world. I still think Jason. I mean. I just believe Shayna Jason Todd is a really good, is a better fighter. I just, I just oh, know uh, he he'll does. fight dirty. He'll fight uh, dirty. Like, yeah, fight dirty. He'll, he'll be the first. Thing, I like that he's martial arts. He's a dirty fighter. He has his handgun, which you know they say they don't use guns, but I think he's just a better fighter. You know? I don't think he's, I don't think he's got the speed that Dick has, um, but I think he'll, he's more like. His fighting style is more like Daredevil. Like Daredevil will take the hits. Like he'll get hit if that means he, if you if he has to take a punch so he can break your your rib or pop your shoulder out of socket, he'll take the punch. Red Hood's more like that. Whereas Dick's going to be more like avoiding things, like trying to stay out the way, you know, dodging. Um, yeah, it really just it's just they're different styles, man. And uh, um, yeah, if, if it came down to Dick and Jason. I mean, shit, man. It really would depend on what we're talking about. Like, if you know, we're talking about Red Hood against Nightwing, because I think in that cartoon, like, you know, Red Hood not only beat Nightwing, he was fucking beating Batman's ass too. Um, so I don't know. Also, but I do think sometimes, like, it's like, come on, Jason, like, get over the shit. Like, I, I, I know the writers tried to. Take away that that sissy concept that we always talked about because in one issue there was memories being removed from from Jason Todd. I have to find a comic book to show you. And there was he had memories removed of him and Bruce watching a movie together, like weak moments. You know he had he had him removed. I guess that was a way of removing that concept. Like no, he's mad about this and that. So I think that was a way of doing it. Yeah. But um, now I think you know. You can only pick so many apples, Shane, if you pick that one apple that doesn't work out. I think the Red Robin was that kind of that Batman, like, ah, man. Yeah, you're Robin, but... You don't like Tim Drake? Uh, I think they went the wrong way when they did the Red Robin. I think they went kind of the wrong way with it. Let me see. I got all... You know... Tim here. Tim, he doesn't oh. have the, 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 you know... I don't know. I guess he doesn't have the cool background as Tim, as a Dick and Jason, you know. I don't know. Like he's not it didn't seem as great. I know people like Tim's Tim's more of the detective. He's the smart guy. He's like a hacker. He's into computers. Like he's into technology and gadgets and stuff. He's not as good as a fighter as Dick or, or uh Yeah, Jake. so I'm like, or well, Dick. you're you're good. But he's that's not what I need. <laughs> he's more of like uh you know, hey, Batman, uh, there's a security door, and it's 10 inches of steel. Um, you know, so you, can't, you can't blast your way in there, but I can probably crack the code for you. Or we got this new gadget that will, uh, that will trace the Riddler's footsteps or some shit like that. I, I did like how the writers and, and the um, Titans tell you, like, we're just, we run interference for Batman. Why do you think he makes us, makes us dress up in those flamboyant colors and, they yeah. just jump around. We're distractions. That's what we are. You know, right. people are flat out like that. Like that's what we are. We're distractions. You know, we distract them while Batman gets uh, lays down a law. You know, so yeah. we're like, oh, okay, I never. You know, I'm glad to put that in there. So yeah, but, yeah. Robin's a interesting character. Um, you know, a lot of people give it shit though that it wouldn't work in the movies. Ever since that damn, uh, you know, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin with uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Luke Perry. Not Luke no, Perry. No. Uh, it was Russell or uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Chris um, man, it just oh, man the the costume wasn't the costume didn't look great. Uh, it, that, and then the acting thing, just wasn't so, there. The Titan show that thing is badass. That's the, a good storyline. Wasn't there? Titans. It yeah it yeah first season like you said it's like the era of first season. It, it was not good. It's not great. But the second season okay. This looks good, you know, so. Yeah. But, you know, 
I don't know. I, I do like, everyone said they kind of kind of stupid, like the way he takes his R out. He throws it like, oh, I like it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. Little yeah. R back rings. If, you're, if your arms are tied, oh, okay. There you go. Pop, whatever, you know. It's a little yep. gadget you need to have. Yep. But um, I, I, I like it, though. Uh, Deathstroke's costume. Now, like, like, no, don't change it. Yeah. What it is, put it, put it, fabricate that. Take a picture, yep. fabricate it, put it on the guy. Done. Dude, that dude's <laughs> fucking cold-blooded, man. He's taking him out. I kind of don't like Rose's one. I don't like the whole bottom part, you know. Oh, the exposed mouth. Yeah, I, I kind of like she should have just did it like her dad had the whole. Yeah, well, that's how that's how it looked in the comics. She had her mouth was exposed. You know, it's yeah. a chick. Got to see her mouth. So yeah. eh, I I don't like that part, but you know, I, I can get over that. But well, I, then, I, I like it. Everything, everything looks good. You know, I don't know, like man, like man, you look at the, the age difference between uh, Dick to Jason. You know, like man, that's a big old gap right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so in, in Titans, like, Dick's probably 26, 28, something like that. And, you know, Jason's, like, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And he's just a kid. You see, what do you think when he was fucking up those cops? Pretty good. I like it. it, it, it that I, one back, it looked like. I, I like uh, the choreograph. It, it's, it's good. It's good. The choreographing is all good. I like it. You know, yeah. he, he's fucking love it. It's pretty good stuff. So... Yeah. I like that they finally get a little bow staff back. So, yeah, yeah, he's fighting with the bow staff, and then uh, Nightwing gets the Billy clubs in his. He gets the yeah. yeah. I, like, I like I like the, the Billy clubs. I like them. People like yeah. you know, but I like the Billy clubs. Right. I like them a lot. It seems to work. But um, I'm surprised they didn't give like in the um under red hood. They didn't give the um the, the big old armbands, and that's where he keeps some of his stuff. Sometimes it's in there. Yeah. Yeah, which is funny because like. <laughs> And, and the Red Hood, that's one thing that got me was he pretty much pulled like a staple gun. <laughs> that's the part that was silly to me. Like, what do you do with that staple gun in your <laughs> That can hold, like, to, to go through concrete. That's the part that got me was, luckily I got my, you know, super staple gun. That can... <laughs> do you so, think with the, uh, with the new Batman, do you think they're going to have Robin in that one? I don't know. He's kind of young and that I don't know if they do like a younger Batman or not, so it it depends. You know, it it all depends. They were saying there's been articles floating around that he's too thin for the role that they can't. He's not putting on any weight, and I'm like, just put him in a damn suit. Why? Why why do you got to? The suit will add what ten pounds to. Look look at Zachary Zachary Levi. Does not look like Shazam in real life. Like he's not that jacked. He's just not. You know. it just depends on the costume. Shane, they're gonna pull a Sonic the Hedgehog. People are gonna look at him and be like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah, nice try." Yeah, let's go. Let's go back to base. Let's go. Yeah, back I don't to know how. You, I don't know how you because you know, when you get to Ben Affleck's suit, it's the best movie version of the suit that they've done. Mm-hmm. It's that's that was it from Batman. It was, yeah, it was that gritty. Yeah, worn, been through the been through hell suit. It's not always. You know, like Michael Keaton's or uh, Val Kilmer's or Christian Bale's. It's not always nice and pretty and no scratches on it or nothing like that. No, he had the battle damage on his suit. Yeah. You know, that's what made it cool. So, yeah, I never was. I mean, I love the Bale movies, but I was never a hundred percent on with that costume. Like something about it just always bothered me. And then they they changed it in the second movie to make it more like so you can move your head around more and it's more functional. And I was like, eh. you, uh, you almost had me convinced the other one was good. And then you just changed it again. I didn't like how pointy it was. It looked like it was more of a helmet than a mask. I just, I don't know. Yeah, because it, like, it was a military body armor. Yeah. Like yeah. He just painted it over. Like, all right. They're saying, they're saying, though, Patterson, the new Batman, it may be, they may do the blue, blue and gray. Really? Blue. I'm not gonna judge it till I see it. You know, it it, it all depends. You know, you kind of you kind of need to bring it back because people have been like pissed that the damn DC movies have been so dark. You know, maybe they want to brighten it up a little bit. No, the, uh, what I've seen, they they like no, we can run with um, Deadpool. People people want radar. People want radar. Let's yeah, they get got them rated R. Let's, people they, want rated R movies, man. They don't want pieces of cheese. People want to see some cool, cursing, badass fighting. Give, yeah. Let's give him a little bit of that, you know. Yeah. Imagine how they what they can do with the Rock as Black Adam, man. 
Like in that fucking that one issue of World War Three where he's like ripping people in half and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? right. Now, would they make a Shazam rated R? I, I think they were worried that the kids can't go watch it. That didn't stop the kids walking watching uh, Deadpool. Oh, that, that, oh, yeah. that, that didn't stop them. And then, that didn't and stop them at all. You know? Well, and in fact, it's made them like Deadpool more because they're like, oh, that's the grown-up superhero. I want to be like the grown-ups. You know, yeah. I want to see what they like. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see how Deadpool will interact with the Spider-Man in, in, in the movies. I know Deadpool in, in the comic books likes just dicking around with Spider-Man. So I wouldn't care for like a 15-minute little monologue of just Deadpool just dicking around with Spider-Man. Like, hey, what? man, we can be a team, you know. We can be the spider, the dead spider, the, the spider pools, or you know, well, what whatever. Happens, let's say they go out on a mission and like Deadpool kills the villain, like accident, like he cuts his head off or something, and he's like, "Hey, I stopped him." And then like Spider Man's like, "What? You just killed him, like right in front of me." And he's like, "But hey, I stopped him." <laughs> <laughs> That's what that would happen. You know, it seems like Ryan Reynolds wants more franchise rights. And free range on the Deadpool movie. He's like, no, people don't want to see this. They want to see that. Or they want to see me do, you know, they want to see Deadpool do, you know, more action, you know, more talking, more action. And, you know, which, you know, Ryan Reynolds is, is the one that brought Deadpool back to life overall, you know, but. um, Do you think that Ryan Reynolds could bring back Green Lantern? I think that that should just pass on. He could. A better, a better writer. Yeah, you can. He can bring it back. A better writer, make it a little more dark. Bring it back. You're just you're good. But do you want to though? You know, do you want to waste the money and effort to do that though? What if he's just like back as like the mentor to the new Green Lantern? He's like, hey, I'm I'm the original Hal. I'm gonna train you on how to be a Green Lantern. I can, I can do that. I can do that. The Sinestro was dead on at the end of the movie, but I wish I would have carried on with that. So. Yeah, well, that the Sinestro, that actor, is the same guy who plays Dr. Silvana in Shazam. Really? Oh, that is, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same guy. So I, 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 didn't, I, I don't know why I didn't see that. They have, him, they have him come back as Sinestro to be like, man, you look familiar. And, and people don't know that about Shazam. Like, you and me should have been waiting for Shazam, I mean, The Rock Place to play Black Adam since we lived together. They, they announced it back in uh, 06, I think. It's the first time they, it came out. That been, was, that's how long they've been talking about The Rock playing Black Adam. It's been that long. We lived together. It's, you know, and we they've thrown it left and right, up and down. It's going to happen, not going to happen. And now here we are in 2019, and they're still getting – and he, he there's a release date now, but, you know, The Rock's so busy. And you get well, they have, they have, well, at least we know what the costume's going to look like. So the costume looks good. Um, I want to go give him the little, the little. Are they gonna give him a little cape? Or is it gonna be just the costume with the black? No, it looked like he had a cape. And then, in the picture I saw, I think he had a cape. I like the cape. I like the costumes. I like them. The the costumes, I like them a lot. I like. I like they kind of took what kind of boot cut the boot. Uh, we call the boot flap. You know, kind of. I can't get get. They took that away. So apparently, they've been hitting hinting that he's gonna fight Superman. It's gonna be. Like uh, maybe they'll. You kind of got to. Superman be like, "Look, bro, you're you're going too far off the deep end." You you kind of got to because when you remember uh, Shazam the cartoon, he was fighting black. He was playing. He was fighting Shazam and Superman, just taking them on with ease. Yeah. Because if no one knows, I hope people who are real Superman fans know that Superman's one weakness is magic. One of his weaknesses is magic. He can't fight magic. Yeah. So you know, but um. Like I said, it'd be, it'd be cool to see how, uh, how they do it. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to tell you? How much time we got left? Uh, I got about 10 minutes. Okay, real quick then. Uh, side note, real quick. I have discovered, I want you to try this, Shane, with Sarah. Irritating Sarah. It seems it actually works. Uh, we were at dinner at the in-laws, and my father-in-law, he, anytime we have to use chips, for anything, you know, nachos or dip or anything like that. What he does is he gets the bag of chips, he turns it toward him, and he looks inside, and he only grabs the whole chips, the whole ones, the whole square, not the chips. He grabs the whole chips. He always looks in there, grabs them, grabs them. And it drives her, our, uh, my in-law, my mom, mother-in-law, drives her 
insane. And then Celia does it. It drives her more insane. Like, like, is it just a thing? And then like, I never cared until my until Celia's right there looking in there, grabbing <laughs> one chip. She looking like one. I, I, and I caught myself going, "Honey, just grab some chips. I want the whole chip." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why is this irritating me? Why? Why is this irritating me right now? Oh, so I'm like, what oh, Yeah, if I did Sarah like making it obvious, oh yeah, she would get she'd get fed up. I wonder if you could do it and see. I want I wonder, like you had to plan a meal. Like, what Shane, like it'd be kind of weird. Like, Shane, you brought a bag of chips to every meal. <laughs> I I do when I uh when I'm eating Doritos, I'm real picky about how I eat those. Like I'll start I, I want when I'm eating Doritos, I want to use the um I want the, with the the kind that's got the more cheese and spice on it. Uh-huh. I want those first. Like that's when I'm. I'll, I'll actually look in the bag for those and grab those out. <laughs> and then the ones that don't have that much spice on there, I use them to like dip in salsa or something like that. <laughs> so I am kind of crazy like that. But uh, no, Sarah gets on to me for like how I drink. Like she's like, just take a drink, stop sipping, just drink it. And I'm like, what? Really? I'm so silly, honey. You're you're, you're not in a desert. Why do you gulp your like? She would take like big old drinks out of her cup. I'm like, honey, I just poured that drink for you. Yeah, and you just drank half of it. I'm right. thirsty. We we've been we've been, we we have played, like we have Gatorades, Powerade, sweet tea, waters, and, and all kinds of drinks in our refrigerator. And she drinks like she just walked out of the desert. Yeah, you know. And I'm always like, honey, slow down. Why do what? Why we got more? <laughs> you know. Yep. When I drink my uh, when I drink Kool Aid, I don't fill the cup all the way up. I get it like a little bit below, probably like half an inch below the cup. And uh, and she gets on. it like, why don't you put? Why aren't you filling it up? Why don't you fill the cup up? Are you just filling it halfway? I was like, it's a little bit more than half. And I like to just taste the Kool Aid. I just want to just sip on it. <laughs> I, I don't want to down. I don't want to sit there and just guzzle fucking sugar water. I just want to take the get the sweetness. Just get get my lips wet. You know, now water, I'll chug water down. Like, cause I, I usually drink a gallon of water a day, and I just down that. I just down the water. Like, I just get it all in one shot. Let me just get this water out the way. But with uh, with Kool Aid though, I sip on that. I sip on the Kool Aid. Hmm. I never, I never know. So she gets mad for sipping on Kool Aid. Yeah. Way you down. <laughs> you like barely touch it with your lips. Yeah, I just want to get, I just get a little, get a little sweet, a little hey, thing. How long would it take you to drink that one cup? I mean, yeah, pretty much that. I can drag out for the whole meal if, you know, we need to. Damn. <laughs> I don't think you go get enough glass, man. I'll do – I didn't have any Kool-Aid today or yesterday, but, uh, like, Saturday I think I had one glass. And that was it. Okay. All right. But, you know, anyways, uh, back to our topic. I don't know. Like I said, if I had to, you know, I think – it's hard to say that, like, because I know we always went back and forth on it. Like I said, like, man, Red Hood was the man, or Jig Drake gets this skill, or Tim Drake has this skill. I'm like, oh, man. Tim Drake, to me, is, like, at the back of the bus, you know, for me. He's the back of the bus. It came down to a drag out. No, Tim, I'm sorry. You're in the back of the bus. Then, to me, like, I was, I'm sure there's a comic book out there where, where uh, Jig Said okay, you know we gotta find out right now, Batman. Or you know, I don't, dis- I don't agree with you right now. Yeah. I gotta put you down. You know you need to what stop I right see, now. What I usually see is like Dick Grayson shows up. He says, "Batman, what the fuck are you doing?" And Batman says, "You know, mind your own business." And like Dick Grayson just punch him, and Batman's like, "You get one." And then Dick will just walk off. Well, and- you know, and that's the whole Batman's whole demeanor. He can't change it because you're here. That's like if I'm in a fight, Shane, and you show up, you say, "John, stop." All right, you got lucky. My friend showed up. Batman. No, nah, I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> he, can't show, he, he can't show weakness because someone else shows up. You know, can you imagine him, him telling someone that? Oh, Batman was kicking my ass. Then Nightwing showed up and Batman totally bitched out. Yeah. You know, you can't have that. You can't have it. Yeah. You can't have that. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? uh, all right. Well, I, what I did like, though, um, when that whole thing where they thought Batman was dead, they thought he was gone, and like Dick Grayson finally got to take over as Robin, so it was Dick and Damien. Uh, I like that because 
I always thought that like Dick Grayson was being trained to be Batman one day when Bruce Wayne got killed. That was the whole demeanor, right? Was well, when Bane broke back, yeah. when Bane broke Batman's back, he didn't choose Dick. He chose this weird religious guy that became Azrael. He was like, hey, you got to take over for me." That, that was like totally out of left field. Yeah, I'm like, who? Okay. And like, and Dick Grayson even showed up in that storyline. He went to go. He went to go kick Bane's ass. He was like, oh, fuck no. You're not doing this. And, of course, Bane beat him. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I always, when I read that in the story, I was like, oh, this sucks, man. What are they well, doing? I think when you, when you say that, like, Tim took over as Batman, that's a taste you got of things to come probably. You know, like, all right, Tim, strap it on. And you, you, you kind of think, though, like, Tim is not as built as, Bruce Wayne, so you get that kind of concept when you see the bat suit on on a uh, Tim, and you got to think of a new movie coming. Like, all right, you talking about Dick, you talking about Dick. I'm sorry, Dick, y'all, yeah, Dick, yeah. yeah. You see costume on Dick, like, all right, you, of course you had to trim this costume down, so people going to notice Batman's not as big as he used to be, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. It's like, oh, Batman's been, been uh, losing some weight a little bit. He's moving around. I just remember reading that comic book. Uh, Dick was like, I, I don't know how he moves in this fucking cape. Like, I can't move. Like, I, it's weighing me down. Yeah, that's the only thing, though. Is, do capes work or do they not work? Yeah, you know. Well, I guess if you're like in a big building and you need something to like, you know, jump around with, it makes sense to have one. But if you're like out in the open, you really don't need it. It's good for, you've seen Batman do it before. Good for you throw it in front of you, that they can't see you, so they don't know if you twist left or you twist right, or they just threw, he just threw a straight fist at you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, the world of Robins. That's what this episode's about. It's about fucking Robins. I like the Robins. I like how they evolved. I like what they moved on to. Red Robin, I'm sorry. Someone's a big fan of Tim Drake, and they like the Red Robin. I think, know, Dan I think Daniel's a Drake fan. Is he? I think Daniel likes Drake. Oh, we'll, we'll see if we get Daniel on talking about Tim Drake. I just don't, you know, like, I, I think it's just the way they went with him. Like, oh, Red Robin, like. Yeah, I think I think maybe I would I would keep them on a cool level, and they would just win with another name. <laughs> you know, they got like the Robin Gang now, right? Like the team of Robins, the Young Robins, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I I didn't know. I haven't even read that stuff. But yeah, uh, like, uh. why why couldn't I name? Uh, why didn't Roger get named as Dick? Like Sarah wouldn't let me name him Dick. Like that that was no it's go. Dick. <laughs> it's, 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 come on, it's Dick. And you know that's and that's probably you too, Shane. Hey. Stop being a dick, dick. You know, <laughs> that's a, you know, it's probably a, a factor when you're in school. Oh, stop being a dick. Oh, here's Dick being a dick. You know, you know. Oh, here's suck a dick, dick himself. You know, you know just it's a you know. I wonder if any kids get still get named Dick though. It's gotta happen, right? I'll look. I'll check. I can look. I, I, there was a there was a radio announcer, and his name was uh, his name was Dick, and he. Like his radio thing is I'm Big Dick Hunter, and I mean he was a tall guy, and his name was Dick, so he was Big Dick. You're, now you say that your son probably could you could have probably pulled it off, Shane. He's gonna yep. be a big guy. Yeah. Who's gonna make fun of him? <laughs> Who? Who's oh, gonna make fun of him? <laughs> Who? You? Just you? Maybe yeah. Sarah? I'm not Sarah wouldn't do that, but you know, who? You, Shane? You know, you can order what? Probably do. I don't see unless you want to go down real quick. Like I said, I don't know how big your son's gonna get. But in my mind, your son's going to be, you know, seven foot, 300 oh, pounds, solid muscle, you know, big like, bang, some bitch. I think your son's going to be, you know. My sister's little boy, like, he's like a giant compared to him, and that boy's a month older than Roger. Yeah, see, I, I think, I don't, I, I keep thinking in my mind, like, your son's going to be 18 on nickname him Bane, you know. <laughs> you know, that's what I figured your son's going to be. He's going to be, and, and you're up next to a 4A school, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be in. If he wants to, you know, he's going to be in a power lifting and whatever. Right. He's going to be a big quality guy. So, well, uh, knock on wood, hopefully he, does, he doesn't go south. I'm sorry, Aaron, like Aaron did. <laughs> but she, uh, I mean, what chance did Aaron have, man? Like, he's having to go in my footsteps. I mean, man, I mean even Coach Wright. What happened? I'm like, man, yeah. you got me? You got to do that? Just shut the hey, and what chance did Aaron have, man? Like, and and I, I mean, like, oh, man, I hate to see that happen to, you know, Roger. You know, and then, yeah. like, hopefully it doesn't happen to your next son. You're, yeah, you're, well, you know, Roger's just big. And, oh, well. Comes a little Riker. 
Sarah, Sarah I asked the other day because I, I kept calling Rogers. Like, come here, little uh, little big head boy, because his head's big, but he's still little. And I was like, come on, little big big head boy. And like, she's like, you can't call him that forever. I was like, I bet I can call him that forever. You're gonna give him a complex. <laughs> Get over, <it>. dang. <laughs> if he, if he's a old man saying I have a big head, then I haven't done a good job as a parent. Best character. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. It ain't going to hurt him at all. We've been all right. We're going to wrap this one up. All right, sir. Take us on out. All right. This is uh, live from Gotham. It's uh, Jason Todd and Dick Grayson, the dynamic duo, representing the Robins. Uh, no, we're at B-Beefing, Big Beefing on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. John's at JP's What? You've been putting out some episodes. Finally? I put one out yesterday. I put one. I put day two, day before yesterday. I'm putting one out tonight later on. We're um, we're coming up on our year, our year anniversary of Big Beefing. Exciting, exciting, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, been a whole year, man. Like, man, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go to. Uh, I've been telling Aaron this. I don't know if you've heard it on the podcast, but we're going to a. We're just going to straight up to formats starting next year, next season. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna do. We're gonna do one night a week. We're just gonna do uh, maybe like an hour and a half, and whatever night works best for everybody it can be a Saturday, it can be whenever. And we're going to hit topics. We're going to have actual discussions like this is what happened in the news. This is the big articles. This is the pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the superhero stuff. This is the uh, paranormal stuff. And we're just going to do it like that. We're not going to do all this shit where nothing happens. <laughs> As you start doing things people want to see. Yeah. Oh, without so. like burning or blowing things up. I don't I know that was my concept at the beginning of the show was yeah, you want to burn fire. something. You no, it's not burn. I just want you to like start a big fire and see what we can burn. <laughs> okay. We'd <laughs> be great with the show. They would know where to find us. Who did this? Oh, these guys talk show. They were just talking about this. Like, oh, yeah, that was them. All right, boy. Well, have a good night. All right. I'll talk to you later then.